Welcome to Everyone's a Critic, a show where a guest picks a movie rated below 40% on Rotten Tomatoes and tells us why critics got it wrong. I'm your host, Yanis Cove, a formerly pretentious film school student who 10 years later sees the error of his ways. My guest today is the editorial and talent producer at Marvel and the producer of the George Lucas talk show, Patrick Kotner. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing, you know, I'm doing fine. I feel like if I said I was doing great, that would be a lie. And if I said I was doing bad, you know, it's it's not a total lie, but it's not a you know we're there. We're we're listen. We're doing fine. I'm doing fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've just had you've had your two vaccines now, so I have you're on your way to. Yeah, yeah. My roommate has not though, so not much has changed for uh-huh. me. Uh, it's one of those things where I'm like, uh, you know, I'm fine, <laughs> but I think mm. it, it'll probably be like two months or something before I start yeah. venturing out into the world again. We'll see. <laughs> Who knows? I've I've had half of mine, so I'm still waiting. I've yeah. got like twelve weeks to go, I think, or something like that. Are you? You're they, in the, the UK. Yeah. So yeah. between our ones are like twelve weeks. Yeah. It's re- it's a real long time. So that's wild. yeah, and then two weeks on top of that. So that's crazy. Summer before I can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I mean, but listen, you at least you got the first one. So I know I'm very lucky to get the first one because it's also I'm also too young to get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got it on one of those like cancellations. Oh, that's perfect. That's that's yeah. the best. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm uh, diabetic, so it was one of those things where I was ah. like, yes, I can get it. I can get it fairly quick. So you got it nice and early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had to like rent a car and drive an hour to go out there, and it was a whole thing. What? But, yeah. I mean, drive an oh, hour no. to Brooklyn. Like it was just took a long time because you're in New York. Um, oh right. Okay. Uh, you just wanted to get there. You had to get there fast. I had to get there fast. That was it. I, <laughs> I didn't want to get on a train. I've not been on a train since March tenth, twenty twenty. That was my last day. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I was like, I'd rather rent a car and just make myself. Yeah, get that there. makes sense. You know. Yeah. I've had. Like, I've been on one train in the last year, and that was yeah. over last summer, where I had to get. I had to like go into London for something, and then sure. that was it. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, uh, we really locked down here in this house. We, I've probably left my house 20 times maybe in the year, Mm. maybe 20. I don't know. That, that even seems like Uh, a lot. Um, Are you not even doing any walks or anything? I'm not doing as many walks as I should be doing. I got, (laughs) I got a, uh, I got a stationary bike. Um, Mm. so that sort of took the place of a lot of outdoor activity but it was very busy around me and there were a lot of people outside and it just drives the anxiety up you know so it was one of those things where i was like i'll just i'll stay i'll stay home don't worry about it guys have fun (laughs) yeah that does make sense i'm i i had to move home in the middle of the pandemic so that was just like a whole other thing (laughs) yeah that's rough that's tough that was yeah that was pretty rough but yeah now it's like now it's getting to the situation where it's like, oh, well, now we can kind of get back to a little bit of normalcy, sure. I hope. Sure, that's Hopefully. the hope. I hope, I, really, that's... I really hope so. The thing I find funniest about with you is that you um, you shaved everything off. Mm. Like, you shaved your head and mm-hmm. beard mm-hmm. completely, mm-hmm. and now it's, like, fully grown it's, again. It truly shows the passage of time. I think it was March 16th. <laughs> it was, like, both so early to do it, like, it was one of those things where I, it was March 16th, so it was six <laughs> days into lockdown, and I was like, yeah. you know what? It, it's gone. It's all gone. I'm it's shaving it all off. Uh, I've shaved my head a few more times since then, 
Uh, so the hair. Oh, have you? Yeah, the hair is not as long as it would be. But I, I mm. I'm trying to remember the last time I. I think it was December. So this is like only since December. Um, wow, that's yeah. pretty fast. My hair grows fast. Yeah. And then my beard hit a point and it kind of stopped growing. Just stops, yeah. Yeah, but hopefully <laughs> hopefully I will be trimming that soon, I think is the plan. <laughs> so you've um, come on the podcast today to talk yeah. about Van Helsing. Yeah. And you gave me the quickest response I've ever had to, to, I, an, uh, to the question, I what, be- what do you like to do? <laughs> yeah, I believe it was, let me check to see how long between emails. 348 and 352. It was four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> took four minutes, and truly most of that four minutes was just me Googling uh, the Rotten yeah. Tomatoes score for Van Helsing. I knew well, it was not Well, you sent me a be... screenshot back, so like you clearly <laughs> yeah. looked it up as well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> oh, by the way, the, the score is 24%, and yeah. for the critics, and the audience score is 57%. Yeah. IMDb is 6, 6.7, though. Yeah, that's higher than I was expecting. Yeah. Given that given the Rotten Tomatoes score. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh so what made you pick it then? I mean, What's... listen, I I love Van Helsing. I got I got the biggest soft spot for Van Helsing. Do you want the full do you want the full backstory to it all? Yeah, absolutely. If you want to give it. <laughs> uh no, actually, sorry. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um Well, it depends how long it is. If it's like an hour long. No, no, it is not an hour long. No, I mean, uh, when I was growing up, like, you know, when I was probably, geez, I don't even know, five, maybe five or six, my parents bought me all of the Universal Monster movies on VHS. So it was like, you know, Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, Bride of Frankenstein, all those, all those classics, uh, because I had been borrowing, um, I guess, I mean, the best way to describe them are picture books, but they were like novelizations almost of those movies from my elementary right. school library they were like little short like 30 page things which is like pictures mm. from the movie so i would borrow those from the library and my parents were like well you should just see these movies i guess since you just yeah. keep borrowing frankenstein meets the wolfman <laughs> you know uh book uh, as a second grader or whatever um so, so I, these are the ones from the 30s yeah so these are the ones from the 30s 40s 50s right. that was kind of the the heyday for me. Um, and I just watched them so many times. I was obsessed. I would like borrow any book from like, we would get like, I don't know if this is the same in the UK, but like at, at the libraries here, you could mm. do like interlibrary loans. So you could be like, I want this random book from the sixties and they only have it in like Fairfield, like an hour away. And they will like wow. ship it from that library to your library. <laughs> so I would just like go and just search any like keyword, any like Dracula, Frankenstein, <laughs> universal monster, anything. And like get every book in the state of Connecticut, like sent to me, even though I hadn't <laughs> seen most of these movies. Cause most of these movies were not like technically available, like readily available without like buying mm. all the VHSs. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I, I had only seen really a couple of them, but I'd seen them so many times. And then probably, I guess, 2003, 2004, somewhere around there, they were coming out on DVD and they were coming out in like packages. So it was like Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Son of Frankenstein, Ghost of Frankenstein, House of Frankenstein. Like it was like all of them in the one collection. And on all of the DVDs, they had bonus features where this guy would come on and be like, hi, I'm Steven Summers, the director of Van Helsing. 
we really loved these movies uh, growing up, and that's why we decided to make our movie, Van Helsing. And it was just like, these DVDs were just plugs for Van Helsing. <laughs> that was like the only reason, I, as far as I can tell, though, that was like the reason they got released on DVD, was to help promote this new movie, Van Helsing. <laughs> Um, so immediately I was on board. I was like, oh, hell yeah, this is the best yeah. thing in the world. Like, let's freaking reboot the monsters. Like, this is, it, listen, kids, I know all you kids out there listening know and love the dark universe, but this is before the dark universe when they were trying to reboot the monsters, uh, an earlier time. And I, I wish they had, I wish I still have a soft spot for this movie. Yeah. I watched it again last night and I was like, yeah, I saw you, I saw you posting about I did. it. I did. <laughs> And I was like, I would love if there was just like five Van Helsing movies. It would be so fun. Anyways, that's my that's my general story uh, mm. for it. Um, you know, I saw it when it came out. I have, I think I have, I had, and I think I still have. It might be at my parents' house. The making of book, like the making of Van Helsing. <laughs> the book. making of Van Helsing. Yeah. Made, they made a book of it. Oh my god! I had like the soundtrack. I was like all in on this movie, <laughs> and I understand now that that's crazy because this movie is insane. Uh, but like, I was like fully on board, fully on board. You, your group is like such a group of collectors. Yes, aren't you? <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> I know. I've. I feel like I have so much junk in this apartment. Where, like, you could mention something and I'll be like, oh, yeah, you mean, like, this? And just, like, pull it off from off camera and, like, have something directly related to whatever you're talking about. But then if you combine it with the stuff that is still at my parents' house, it it's like, yeah. I just live in a museum, you know? And that's not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> I mean, it's quite, it's quite interesting. I, yeah. I, I'd be quite excited to look at all that, but, like, yeah. I'm also kind of a film nerd, so. <laughs> sure, sure. I get that. Um, So... Yeah, how old were you when you saw it then? Were you saying you were saying on, you were very young? Well, this came out in two thousand four, so I would have been twelve at that point. Okay, I was in sixth grade. Um, right. Or actually, I was probably depending on when it came out. I was probably seventh grade, is my guess, because my guess is it came out around Halloween, probably. If they were smart, no, they were not smart. May. It came out in May. So I was about to graduate sixth grade. <laughs> Why would you put this movie out in May? That is what a terrible time to release bonkers. it. <laughs> but also, that... no, you know what? It does kind of make sense around that time because it's still a blockbuster movie and like that was the time for it. I then. guess, but if you're going to put a monster movie, that's like, yeah. it's like when they released Solo in uh, whatever, May or whatever it was, where it's like, yeah. you guys had put a tentpole in being like, December, Christmas, Christmas time is yeah. the Star Wars time. And then they're like, never mind, we're going to change that. And it's like, why'd you do that? You should have just like, I don't Just know. for the May the 4th thing, wasn't it? I, it I think was. that was it. It was. I don't want to talk about Solo, uh, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, so I was 15 when this came out. And I, I remember seeing it at, at the cinema, but yeah. I, it had no impact on me whatsoever <laughs> from what I remember. Because I, I, I remember nothing about this movie until I, would, I watched it again today. <laughs> I would like to be clear. I think it probably had no impact on 98% <laughs> of, a, you know, the world citizens. I do not remember a single thing about this movie. Great, great. But you watched. I don't know. Like, but you watched it today. Yeah, I watched it today. I watched it this morning. Great, great. I'm and, so happy. But it's it cost so much money yes. as well. But it cost. It's, it it cost. Yeah. I think it was 160 million. Right? Was the budget? Yeah. But 160 to 170. They say. Yeah, but it made 300 million. 
Yeah. That's a lot but... of money. <laughs> but it made it made 120 in the US. Yeah, I know. I which is the thing. That's what they it. want. <laughs> I know, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but so I I would have assumed it made less than 300 million. So would I. I thought it bombed. Yeah. I thought it did yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I I was also very surprised to see how much it cost cuz it doesn't look it does not look like it costs that much. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> this it, looks like an 80 to 90 maybe. It is also crazy because they like shot a lot of it in like Prague. Mm. In like Czech Republic area, like all that. Yeah. Which is usually where you go when you're like we want to shoot this movie on the cheap. Like we want to yeah. like not spend a ton of money. And like <laughs> There are, like, sets in the movie, but there's also a lot mm. of, like, on-location stuff and, like, yeah. you know, like, they shoot in a church and they shoot, like, they didn't have to build that church, you know? <laughs> so I just want to know where all this money went. I mean, there's a lot of CGI in it. There is, but it's not good CGI. <laughs> hey, I agree. <laughs> I, I agree. It's cheap CGI. It's cheap CGI. I mean, 2004... I wonder how much Hugh Jackman and Kate Beckinsale got for it. That is a great question that I don't even know. Because also, this is post-X-Men, but it's pre-X-Men 2, I think. Let me confirm that that's Um, He would have been filming this as the second one came out. Because I, uh, I read this yesterday, this is why I remember this. There's an IMDb fact where I think it's the second to last scene in X-Men 2 was filmed on his day off from this movie. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Fun. Yeah. But but I'm saying he's not like, he's not. He's not a huge star. He's not Hugh Jackman yet. Like, he, yeah. he's Hugh Jackman, but he's not Hugh Jackman. Whoa, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, it's crazy. So he like no, would have been known for like X-Men and Swordfish at yes, this point, yeah. he? But X2 also comes out the year before. Even though yeah. they shot them at the same time, X2 comes out the year before. Um, and has better CGI. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it cost 110 to 125, which is wild because there's so many more famous people in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, also, we were... Um, what, a fact I like, my roommate and I were, like, looking up last night because we were like, what has Kate Beckinsale done? Like, beyond mm. Underworld... And beyond this. I and can only was, think of click. That was all we could think of too. And that's kind <laughs> of all there is. Like, it's fascinating to look at her career. Because, like, she's a person who you, like, know. You're like, oh, mm. Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, she's a thing. And then you look at, like, the list of stuff she's done. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of just, like, Underworld. Like, Serendipity, yeah. Pearl Harbor. She's got a little thing in the Aviator. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. like there's not a lot. It's, tiptoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, everyone's favorite tiptoes. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's a fascinating cultural moment because this movie also just feels it feels like 2004 encapsulated in a movie, and I don't know how to explain 100%. that. I don't know how to explain. Hundred percent. I was thinking that the entire time as well. Yeah, yeah. It's so of the time. Yes. Absolutely. It's... But here's something that I do like about this movie, and it's that they're, like, really freaking going for it, you know? Mm. Like, they're doing mm. a lot of weird stuff, and I like that. Like, there's, mm. it's a lot of stuff. I know, uh, I feel like a lot of people have talked about how in, like, 
Phantom Menace, when Darth Maul and Obi-Wan are fighting, there's those red mm. buzzer things that, like, keep them from moving forward at all. And yeah. it's like, they never explain what that is. And that's great. It's just like, oh, this is what's in this world. And that's the way yeah. I feel about those little minion guys. Where it's just like, what? They do absolutely nothing. But just like, what are those? And they just never <laughs> tell you. And I like that a lot. They're like little Banes, aren't they? Almost. They're little like... Banes. But they're also kind of just minions, too. Like the animated yeah. Yeah. minions. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just very weird. Like, I don't know what they are. Yeah. But... And then they are never explained, are they? No. You're right. <laughs> no. Um, one thing that I, one thing I'll say I do like about this, and I think this this puts it in the time period, is that all of, other than Hugh Jackman and Kate Beckinsale, mm-hmm. nobody in this is famous. Sure. And or like very well known, but they still get huge roles. Yeah. So like the guy playing Dracula. Yeah. Who is that? His name's his name's Richard Roxborough. He's a um he's in like Moulin Rouge, uh, and like Mission Impossible Two. But he's like a theater guy. Here's the other thing. Right. I watched all the bonus features on the Blu-ray uh, last night. Just to you're gonna know everything about this, aren't you? Yes. Can I blow your Can I blow your gosh darn mind? Go for it. You remember Dracula's Bride, the brown-haired one, the one. Yeah. They got married after this movie. And they are still married. Really? They are still married wow. to this day. That's awesome. It makes you a little happy. You're like the longest lasting <laughs> impact of this movie is that they're still married. Um, but uh, Hugh Jackman, he, he's like an Australian theater guy. And Hugh Jackman mm. talks about in the bonus features, he was like, when I was coming up, people would say, who who do you look up to? Who were like your, your mm. idols? And he said, it's Jeffrey Rush and it's Richard Roxborough. Like, those were, oh, like, wow. his two guys where he's, like, I want to be like that guy because he's, he's like, has uh, the career that I want, which is crazy. Yeah. He yeah. did he did Broadway. Yeah, here it is. He did Broadway in 2016, 2017 with Cape uh, Blanchett. It was this show. And oh. they were, like, the two above the title people. And I was, like, the only reason I would, like, walk by the theater and be, like, oh, it's Dracula. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was, like, all I knew him from. Uh, Everyone's like, oh, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. No, Dracula's there as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, who else? Da- David Wenham. You didn't, you didn't go see it then? I did not go see it. I should have, and I didn't. Oh. I know. David Wenham, who plays. You should have stood outside with your Van Helsing poster. <laughs> he plays. Uh, the guy who plays Carl, who's like the friar, his friend. Um, yeah. He's in. He's Faramir in the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, he looked familiar. Yeah, and he's in um, he's in like three hundred too. But that's okay. He's in a few things, the, but the guy who played jeez, this is uh, the guy who played Frankenstein. Mm. This guy Schuler Hensley, he's like a Broadway guy, and he also played Frankenstein's monster in Young Frankenstein the musical. Wow, which I saw in high school. They he was also in the touring version of the show, and he came to like Hartford near me. <laughs> And it was, I was so excited because I was like, it's the guy from Ben Helsing. <laughs> yeah. Is he good? I mean, the show's not great, but like, he, yeah. he, you know, he played Frankenstein, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. There's like not really a lot of people, like Robbie Coltrane is like Mr. Hyde, but you don't see his face. Mm. You know, yeah. he's just the voice. 
But what I mean is, like, now they would stack the cast with, like... Absolutely. Just all A-listers, all, yeah. like, A and B-listers. Yeah. Like, it's... Especially like when you when you look at the the what they were going to do with the new with that new yes. series that that got cancelled yes they were all huge which again <laughs> this movie cost one hundred and seventy million dollars and you're not really paying the cast like like no you're paying because Beckinsale another IMDb fact that I really like is they didn't want to give the script to Beckinsale because <laughs> she had just done Underworld. And they were like, she won't do it. She just did this yeah. movie. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. So they like didn't send it to her. And then her agent heard about it and was like, give us the script. We'll give it to her and we'll see if she wants to do it. And they gave it to her <laughs> and she immediately said yes. Which I think is so funny. Because Underworld had like just come out. And it's a very similar world. It's so similar. Yeah. Yeah, 2003, the first Underworld came out. How, I don't even know how many Underworlds there are at this point, but she's really got, been like typecast into that. Isn't yeah. she? Like, she can't not get out of that now. Here we go. Let's see how many. There have been... Here we go. I think she's not in one of them, if I remember. Really? But, yeah, here we go. Underworld. Underworld Evolution. Underworld Rise of the Lycans. Underworld Awakening. Underworld Blood Wars. <laughs> also, my favorite thing about these movies is like... It's like every three years one comes out. Like, it's like 2006, yeah. 2000, 2003, 2006, 2009, 2012, 2016. That's, it's just so funny. And now, I guess they're over. I don't know. I mean, we're about... We're past due for the other one, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's over three years now. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at her career now as well. I, I, it's so... It's weird. She did the Van Helsing... Uh, her two movies in 2004 were Van Helsing and The Aviator. <laughs> I mean, listen. That <laughs> Just was, polar opposites. I'll say this. It was a good year for Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> <laughs> and she's pretty good. From what I remember, she was good in that. Yeah. Yeah. Who's she playing? She's like Ava Gardner or something in that, Ava right? Gardner, yeah. 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 Anna oh, Valerius. Well, like, Anna Valerius and Ava Gardner. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fascinating... I don't I, know. It's an interesting career. I saw that in New York, actually, as well. <laughs> Uh, uh, the aviator. Or everybody's everybody's fine. fine. Yeah, everybody's fine. <laughs> yeah, I. Not a movie I can remember either. But I feel yeah. like you should never put a word in your title that you don't want to be used against you in reviews. Where they be like, true. everybody's fine is fine. You know what I mean? Like something yeah. like that. Just don't. That does describe that movie for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a good cast. Yeah. De Niro, It's Barrymore, a movie that should have been good. Sam Rockwell and Beckinsale, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. It's also Ben Schwartz's first movie from what I remember. Wow. <laughs> Melissa Leo's in it? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Damien Young from The Comeback? <laughs> it's a good cast. But yeah, looking at her career since then, she's like really not done a lot. Yeah, I mean... So, you're right. I... Total Recall, that remake. Um... Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know half of these movies. Maybe she just doesn't... I mean, you never know what's going on. Maybe she doesn't want to work. I don't know. Yeah. I know she hasn't even been in a movie for three years. Yeah. That's crazy. She's got she's got one in post-production called Jolt. With Bobby mm. Cannavale, Laverne Cox, Stanley Tucci, and Jai Courtney. Which is a That's weird... a cast. That's a cast. <laughs> That's a weird cast. <laughs> 
Yeah. It doesn't even describe what it is. It just says an Amer- upcoming American action film. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Also, the director, <laughs> the director's last movie. I th- oh, no, there's one in between. But the movie they're known for is a movie called Hysteria, which is a British period romantic comedy. <laughs> well, that's how they got Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wild. Um, Anyways, so back we, to Van Helsing. Yeah. <laughs> back to van helsing that so yeah it's what is it 24 percent mm-hmm. and so wait do you do you love this movie or do you just defend it because it's because you love the universe oh jeez, that's a tough question it's a tough question <laughs> because i'll say this i watched this maybe mo- we should work our way up to that then yeah maybe we work our way up to it i will say i watched it maybe three years ago with a friend who had never seen it. And I remember Mm. you might have a different take on this. I remember it Mm. really slogging the last time I watched it. I remember Mm. it being like, because the movie's two and a half hours long. It's a long movie. It's a very long movie. And I remember it feeling like two and a half hours long. But Mm. then I watched it with my roommate last night and we had a lot of fun with it. And I was like, didn't necessarily feel like two and a half hours. I was like, it definitely felt two hours. But that extra half this, hour. So, I mean... This felt like a good three and a half hours. Great. I love me. it. I love it, to hear it that. It drags. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. I think I am not... I think I'm pretty good at acknowledging a movie is bad, but still enjoying mm. it. Yeah. And that is how I feel about this movie. Like, I know that it is not yeah. good, but... Mm. I'll watch it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is not the last time I will see this movie. <laughs> it is going to bring more people in to watch it. Of course. It. Of course. <laughs> How many people have you introduced to this movie? Oh, wow. I mean, the last two times alone, I introduced my roommate and then my friend the time before that. So there's at least two. I was. Someone asked me last night how many times I've seen this movie, and I genuinely, like, almost had a little breakdown being like, I think I've seen this movie, like, 12 times probably. I was going to question it. <laughs> I, like, I, it's been a while beyond those two times, like, yeah. since I had seen it. But when it when I had it on DVD, like, when it first came out on DVD, I was like, I probably watched it, like, a bunch. And I saw it in theaters yeah. at least once. I brought it up. I was on a Zoom call with my family earlier, and they were like, what are you doing today? And I'm like, oh, I'm doing a podcast where I have to talk about Van Helsing. And my aunt and uncle, who live in London... They go, we love Van Helsing. And then my grandma goes, we saw that in theaters together. And I was like, why do you all remember this movie? (laughs) Um, It's just a Cotner thing. It's a Cotner thing. It's made for you guys. I guess. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. That's so strange. It was. I don't remember ever talking about this movie to anyone. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, my grandma, I guess I remember. Like, I understand why she remembers it because like. You know, mm. we saw it in theaters, and I liked it as a kid and stuff like that. But my aunt and uncle, I have no idea why this is like... A, they're like, <laughs> I believe what they said was, it's one of the few movies that if it's on TV, we will not turn it off. And I was like, wow. what? <laughs> one of the few movies. One of the few movies, yeah. Yeah, it's so... But you know what's interesting? Because, yeah. like, Stephen Summers, yeah. who directed this, yeah. he also directed The Mummy. Yeah. And that is a movie that if it's on, I will not turn off. Now, I'll say this. I just watched The Mummy for the first time. I'd never seen really? it before. Yeah. 
I was not too much of a mummy guy. Uh, like even Interesting. even with like the universal old ones, like it was just not one. I feel like they're pretty comparable in terms of like style. Yes, I'll say this. I didn't really like it. <gasps> wow. I know. And I, I understand that it's like a thing for a lot of people and I really wanted to like it. I'm going to watch mm. the second one just because I'm like curious. Uh, the second one is a little bit worse, but it's still fun. Great. <laughs> and it, the CGI is atrocious. Well, that's, but I thought the CGI in the first one was atrocious too. <laughs> I don't know. Wait till you, wait till you see, wait till you see the Scorpion King. I, oh, I mean, I've seen it. I've seen him. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I know what's coming. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I wish I like. It's got a similar vibe, though, where you're like, yeah. everyone's having fun here, and I can tell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I usually like that as well, which is why, I yeah. was, why I'm quite surprised that I didn't enjoy this. Yeah. Well, this movie is nuts. This movie's crazy. <laughs> I mean... It is. We should also there's say... There's no logic to it. No, no, there's not. <laughs> Uh, but it reminded me of those old movies in a way where like, by the mm. time you get to like house of Frankenstein or house of Dracula in the forties, mm. you're like, what is the plot of this movie? Like, okay. Dracula is like an, a British aristocrat now. And like <laughs> Frankenstein's part of a traveling circus that shows up in Transylvania. You're like, what? I don't yeah. understand anything. And that's kind of how this movie is where you're just like, Okay, I guess that's what we're going with. Sure, let's let's just roll mm. with it. Um, yeah. So it. Uh, but does it feel like it's told with for someone who knows the history those old yeah. movies really well? Does it feel like it's like harkening back to those then and like paying homage? Well, to here's it, what I to them. Here's my my favorite part of the movie is the first like five to ten minutes, the black and yeah. white stuff. Be- I get that. That I really enjoyed that actually. It's great. I think it's so good. Mm. It like looks like that era while still updating it. You know, where they're yeah. like using the CGI when they're like on the um uh windmill and stuff and you know, you get like yeah. the fire explosions and all that stuff. I think that stuff is great and I wish they kept that aesthetic instead of being like, well, this guy, this Van Helsing guy, <laughs> he's like James Bond in the 1800s, you know, like they're really yes. leaning into that. Yes. Um, I'm glad you said that because I wrote that down at one point yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that scene with Carl where he's like, here's a, here's a. Uh, with the gadgets. Yeah. The gadgets. Does, there's one gadget that, that he introduces. It's like a ball where he's like. It's uh, a ball of exploding light, they describe yeah, it. Yeah. A ball of exploding light where he says, I don't know what it's for. And then he's like, but I've been working on it for like 10 years or whatever. And Van Helsing's yeah. like, how do you not know what it's for after working on it for so long? And Carl's like, well, I know what it does. I just don't know what I'm going to use it for. And then correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. Do they never use it in the movie? No, he does use oh, it. Oh, he does? When does he use it? Right near the end, Carl uses it. Um, and he throws it. Oh, okay. And um, the, <laughs> light, the light goes off and um, it kills a bunch of the vampires. Oh, okay. Cool. But, cool. Then, um, but then he goes... That's what it was supposed to be used for. Now I know, or something like that. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> that part clearly it's had like a clearly big impact on in, me. Yeah. 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 It's it's not great. Yeah, I mean, just the the Bond like gadgety stuff is weird because it just feels so. Uh... Especially at that time when Bond wasn't really like. I know. In the zeitgeist as much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There's there's. 
there's things I really like in this movie. Like I really like Frankenstein in this movie. I really like yeah. it. I think the design is so cool. I like that yeah. he just talks like a theater actor. I think that that's fun. <laughs> um, it's very over the top, and I, I did enjoy. Yeah, it. he's very over the top. Dracula is very over the top. Uh, in a way that's like fine. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Wolfman's kind of forgettable. Yeah, I feel like Wolfman's wasted. Yeah, he's just like a hot boy who's who turns into a wolf. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing. Mm. Nothing really. Uh, that's what I mean. Like, uh, there's quite a few huge characters in in this that are kind of just throwaways. Yeah. And I don't know why, if they were considering doing a series of it, that they threw them all in at once as well. <sighs> yes, I agree with that too. <laughs> there is an IMDb fact that says the first draft of this was written by two other people, and in addition to those, I can see that. In addition to those characters, there was also the creature from the Black Lagoon, the Invisible Man, the Bride of Frankenstein. There was like Jesus five Christ. other characters, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't even imagine how you would fit them all into that one movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. I do want to say, producer Bob Dukesay, uh, he also edited this movie, he is Ryan Johnson's editor now. Wow. He edited Last Jedi, he edited Knives Out, he like did a bunch of stuff. Good editor. Yeah, good editor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and Alan Silvestri did the music. Alan Davio... The music's who, really good in this. Music's really I will, good. I will say that. Alan yeah. Davio, who was the cinematographer, this is his last movie. He died last april um oh. but he was the cinematographer of et color purple empire of the sun like a bunch of wow a bunch of stuff and it's what? it's so fast in the bonus features <laughs> steven summers goes listen we got alan davio and i really think this is like the peak of his career right now and i'm like the oh, man no. shot et how what are you talking about it's fascinating this movie doesn't look good <laughs> no it uh, yeah <laughs> Yeah, I know. Oh well. Stephen Summers seems to be like he's a fascinating oblivious. Guy. I don't know. He's either oblivious to it or he's just hyping everything up. He's a fascinating guy because a lot of his movies, they like feel like my kind of vibe of a movie. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> mummy movies and Van Helsing, and you get a GI Joe movie in there. This is fun. And then he, but he also hasn't made a movie in eight years. And I, yeah. I want to know what the deal is because I can't really find anything out. I've been like looking and trying to figure it out and I cannot figure it out. Um, he, he also has a very bad track record looking through this tomato meter. I know. <laughs> but it's like, has... but people love the Mummy movies. Yeah. The Mummy, I, I do really like the first two. The third one yes. is not good, but he also didn't direct that. Yeah. So yeah. give him a pass on that one. I guess that's um, I guess that's kind of all people like. I'm looking at the yeah. rest. Like, I haven't seen the G.I. Joe movies. I have not either, to be honest with you. <laughs> but they don't sound good. I've, and then I don't know I don't even know what Odd Thomas is. Odd Thomas And that was the last thing he'd made. Yeah, Odd Thomas according to uh IMDB, it got held up afterwards because there were like litigation involved with the production company. Ooh. And then I guess they just like dumped it on Netflix eventually. Mm. Um, yeah, it's fascinating. <laughs> it's fascinating. What is Van Helsing the London Assignment? Oh baby! All right, so Van Helsing the London Assignment <laughs> was a it was a prequel anime that Wait, I what? <laughs> st- 
that I had on DVD. It came out around the same time as the movie. I must still have it in Connecticut. Uh, starring Hugh Jackman and Robbie Coltrane as Mr. Hyde. Um, I think I watched it once. I didn't really, I was not like an anime kid. So it was Mm. like not my thing. Why is it Um, anime? It's a great question. You're asking so many good questions. Um, it's 33 minutes long. I guess Kate Beckins. Oh, oh, wow. Hang on. Hang on. (laughs) What have you found? Kate Beckinsdale is in it. Get ready. Look him in the eyes when I say this. As Queen Victoria. <laughs> of course. That's wild. Uh, Dwight what? Schultz. Dwight Schultz from the A-Team. Like the 80s show The A-Team. <laughs> plays Dr. Jekyll and Jack the Ripper. John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio, great, great Elise, who's on, uh, she's been on Lucas before, Tress McNeely. You got, like, a ton of, like, good uh, voice actors in it. I want to rewatch this now. I, I'm going to have to look this up. <laughs> are they implying... I can't tell if they're... Because Dwight Schultz and Robbie Coltrane are both credited as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, like, separately. But then they're both credited as Jack the Ripper. And I want to know if they are implying that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is also <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Oh. I no. love that. On on Rotten Tomatoes, they've got Robbie Coltrane listed as Mr. Hyde. Mm-hmm. They've got Dwight Schultz listed as Dr. Jekyll. Mm-hmm. And they've got John DiMaggio listed as Coachman. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and there is no Jack the Ripper listed. <laughs> well, I mean, Wikipedia has it as Jack the Ripper. That's why I'm... <laughs> this is all over the place. Yeah, it's fascinating. It was, it, apparently it, it was released out... on streaming on November 18th last year. <laughs> oh, wow. It it came out four days after the movie came out. Perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now everyone's seen the movie, they can go and watch the anime. <laughs> the, the prequel anime. <laughs> I But I want to be clear, I was all in on it. I was like, of yes, course. give me the anime. Yes, give me the book. Yes, give me the soundtrack, you know? <laughs> It does have a better rating than the movie. Oh. Well, good for them. What does it have? It's got fifty-three percent. Okay, all right, yeah. And ninety-four percent of Google users liked it as well. Okay, sure. <laughs> Let's see if there's any uh, trivia. Hang on one second. Uh, no, nothing really good. It's just like. I have no memory of this ever being existing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh wow. Can I read can I read the user review for Van yeah. Helsing the London assignment on IMDB? Please. <clears throat> Alright, this is by Katie Lois321. Ten stars. May 15th, <laughs> 2005. I give Van Helsing a rate of ten. Hi, wow. I'm Katie and I live in Hull. All I wanted to say was that I was totally love Van Helsing the film, especially with Hugh Jackman in it. He is so fit, and it just wouldn't be right without him in it. I have rated this film a 10 because I just love it. I have the film, the book, and the PS2 game. My bedroom is full of Hugh Jackman and Van Helsing posters. You can't even see my walls. I am one of Hugh's best fans, and Anna out of the film is also great. I think she's really pretty, and I wish I could meet them all. That would be fantastic. I can't go see them because I am only 13, and if I were an adult, I would go all over just to see them. I love the film Van Helsing. I can't stop talking about it at school, and my friends get sick of me. 
My computer is full of it. All you can see when you open my file is Hugh Jackman or Anna or sometimes both of them. <laughs> At school on my computer as well, I have loads of photos of them. I get more and more of them when I go on the internet at school. That's only when we are allowed on it. I am totally mad about Hugh, and I think nearly everyone in my family and my mates know as well. They say I am mad because they just don't like him. But then I say that it's my life and nobody can change it. <laughs> but they still go on about it at yeah, me saying, going. oh, oh, yeah. But they still <laughs> go on, uh, on it. But they still go on about it at me saying he's ugly and stuff so i just ignore them and say i love him and it doesn't matter if they don't love him i do but they say i'm mad and i'm mad about him nobody can change my feelings for him and nobody can put off put me off him either so it's going to be like this forever but i'm stopping talking about myself and talking about the film i love it when he and Anna are together and he kisses her and she kisses him and i like his voice in it too i think it makes him sound even sexier than he is now and he looks fit in long hair and leather suit and jackets i just love the film if i named all the parts i like in the story a person who's reading this would be there all day and night but i love this film because of the man and the women but i also love this film because i love action romance horror and i love people who are in it but I also love this film because when oh. things happen in the film, when I want them to, that is great too. But the ending is very sad and I will always remember that too. But she should have stayed alive. I think then there could have been a Van Helsing 2 out with a different monster in it. Like the screaming woman who screamed so loud they killed a human. That would be a good. But if it did come out again, it would have to have Anna in it and the same person. Otherwise, it wouldn't be right. <laughs> Instead of Dracula. But all of the film is really good overall, that is. But this is the best film I ever saw because normally horrors are scary, but I don't think this is scary horror, and that's okay because most girls like me like horrors like this. I think he was a great man and actor, and this is... But he is great anyway, so it doesn't matter. He can't do anything wrong. He's just the best. And the same goes to Kate, Anna. She is beautiful and the best and a great actress. Hugh and Kate make a good acting couple in the film. I'm looking at Hugh on the computer now at his pictures on the internet. And Anna, they both look great in the film together. It is a great film with them in it too. If they were not in it, it would not really be a film. If I have already said that, just ignore. I am saying stuff weird today for some strange reason. But I think the film is absolutely great. When I was talking about how my friends go on at me, my family does too. They get on my nerves to my mom and dad do anyway, say, saying, take your posters off the walls. You can't see them, but I don't. So I think my mom and dad have given up. But my sis goes on at me saying, how could you love him? He's a right ugly, Katie. But I ignore her. She makes it worse than my mates. But I do not listen to them when they talk to me in that subject like that. But the person that got to me to the film Van Helsing is my Jesus English Christ. teacher. Because we watched the film loads of times in the class and I just started loving it the first time I saw it. Sir doesn't know about me liking him, but he probably gets to know tomorrow my friends can't keep secrets at all. Especially when it's about love and girl stuff like that. But if it is really private, they won't stay out. But they will this time. But when I was talking about Van Helsing 2 and how I make up is because i write stories about things i imagine but when i go to bed that's what gives me ideas because when i sleep i dream and i get ideas from my dreams and i have started writing a story about me housing too i think it's going to be great so i'm giving it a rate of 10 which is excellent thank you so much <laughs> now patrick it was dude, when i looked dude. at it for the first time i didn't think it was going to be that long and i should have kept scrolling to see how long it was going to be I was gonna ask, do you remember writing that review? <laughs> my here's why here okay, okay, okay. I was just mad at my parents because they wouldn't let me talk about it anymore. Okay? And I'm mad that we're bringing it up again. 
You have your your secret identity is Katie from Hull. Katie from Hull. Yeah, I just want to say that I'm totally in love with the film Jan Van Helsing, especially with Hugh Jackman in it. <laughs> that was. I, I have no words for that. <laughs> that was something. I do want to say I thought of two things that I wanted to talk about while I was reading it, and I forget both of them because I it was fully, so long. Yeah. Yeah. I just ended up just like blanking completely. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, one of the things I did want to talk about, this was what it was. It was at the end when she dies. Yeah. This movie, and I tweeted about this earlier today, I tweeted out a video. Mm. This movie and Return of the Jedi have the same ending. <laughs> this movie ends with him lighting Anna on fire. Yeah. Looking up into the sky, seeing her force ghost. Carl comes over, puts his hand on his shoulder, yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts to the dun 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 with written directed by Steven Summers. It's exactly the same thing as Return it of the is. Jedi. It is. <laughs> but so much worse somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people can go check it out on my Twitter. I tweeted out a video where I recut it with the uh, ending music to Return of the Jedi. And then you I also... It? And then I also did a video of them side by side next to each other, synced up, so you could see the exact shots. Um, I uh, I shot something with Hugh Jackman like two years ago. Really? It was, it was an interview for a Marvel show. Um, oh, that's right, because you, you used to work at Marvel, didn't you? Or you still do? I don't know. Still do, baby. Still do. Still do. do. <laughs> um, it was this show uh, with Joe Casada, who used to be the editor in chief at marvel and it was like him interviewing people mm. uh and one of the people is hugh jackman and i was like the talent person for the day so i was like his mm. guy for the whole day it was very nice you know we had him for a few hours and stuff and as we were leaving we went over to the elevator and we were getting in the elevator and i i was like oh damn it and Hugh goes what what's wrong and it was just me and him he goes what's wrong and i said they didn't ask any of the van helsing questions i asked them <laughs> And he thought it was so funny, and it made me so happy. <laughs> did you get into? Did you get to ask him anything? Uh, I mean, I don't know what I would have asked him. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I didn't really. He he laughed, and I was like, "Let's leave it at that." That was yeah. that's what I wanted out of that. Um, did you know that they left the Transylvanian town set up after the movie? No, because they said. This is too good. We can't tear it down. And in case we do a sequel, we want to have this set still up. And I cannot tell if it is still up or not. Uh, but according oh, I really to stuff, know. yeah. Um, according to oh, a lot man. of stuff, it was up for a very long time. I um, can't imagine that the place would like the town were too happy with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, hang on, I found a... Oh, the site has since been redeveloped, according to movielocations.com. But <laughs> it, according to IMDb, it was up for a very long time because they were going to do a TV show about that mm. Transylvanian town. They eventually did a Van Helsing TV show, but it was like... I've just found that out for the first time. I, did yeah. not, I had no idea. And it's yeah. four series. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Four seasons. Uh, yes. Um, oh, yeah. S- renewed sci-fi have just renewed it for a fifth and final season which is Great. scheduled to premiere april 16th amazing good for them good for them the timing of that i will say i would be lying to you if i didn't say that i had an ebay alert set up for van helsing stuff 
because <laughs> I really, I like really want a shirt. I like really want a good T-shirt that says yeah. it. Uh, and everything that comes up is from the TV show, and it's, it's oh. always a bummer. Where I'm like, oh, come on, that's not what I want. <laughs> there must be I'm... so much coming up for that as well. Yeah, yeah. There was there's a lot of like prop stuff they're selling, and it's like never. Mm. I, every time I get excited, and then I'm like, no, never mind. I I have a feeling that one day you're gonna get his hat. <laughs> oh man, there was there was a auction because I like watching like prop auctions online mm. just to like see what gets sold, and they were selling the uh, crossbow, oh. and I was like I was like yeah I'll bid on this, and then it like instantly went to like six thousand dollars, and I was like no I'm not <laughs> I'm not doing that much. I was gonna say what's the most you would spend on a prop from Van Helsing? <laughs> it depends what the prop is, you know. If yeah. it's the hat or the crossbow, like maybe I'd go up to like a grand or you know yeah. a little, maybe a little bit more than that, but like uh, depends what it is. <laughs> just the the uh bolts from frankenstein's monster oh boy give it to me i want to be clear this is the most i've ever talked about van helsing in one sitting and it's making me so happy <laughs> i'm glad <laughs> this is the most i've ever talked about van helsing yeah and i'm enjoying it but great. i didn't enjoy the movie great and that's okay listen you don't need to no not everyone no. needs to enjoy the same stuff okay no that's so that's exactly it that's not everyone beauty. needs to enjoy the same thing, but also like if you do enjoy something, yeah, that it doesn't mean because if you enjoy it, is yeah. it bad? No, no, not necessarily. If you're no. enjoying it, that doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah, and I think I think more people can acknowledge. Like I feel like people, I hate the term guilty pleasure, mm. because a lot of people will use, uh, you know, like ooh, ooh, uh, you know, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is my guilty pleasure. And it's like, mm. well, no, you just like the show. You just like, like you, it, yeah. Who cares? You can say that it's bad, but, like, still enjoy it. You shouldn't you be ashamed like it for to certain th- for certain reasons that aren't, yes. <laughs> like, story Ex- or something. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, that being said, if they made five of these movies, I would have loved all of them. You know? So, yeah. What What were your thoughts on the, on the reboot then that they were trying to do? The Dark Universe stuff? Yeah. I mean, I saw The Mummy long after, like once it was on like HBO Max or, or mm-hmm. HBO Go. So you had no, uh, oh yeah, I guess you had like, you weren't familiar with The Mummy stuff anyway. I didn't really, really care so, about yeah. The Mummy stuff, yeah. And I think by the time it came out and everyone was like, oh, it's not good. I yeah. was like, oh, then I'm. Uh, Sorry, you in know. your head. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, clearly this is not going to uh, keep going. And yeah. I didn't, I don't know. I, I, once they were like, oh, it's all it's going to be action heavy and we're going to like anytime someone sets out to make an interconnected universe, it never works. You know what I mean? Like it's worked so few times and they're usually not because people have set out to make it. It's usually because like it just organically happened and that's fun. And I like that. But if you're like, we're already planning our next nine movies and they're all going to converge into this one thing. It's like, I don't know. Like, you can try, but it's not going to happen. Um, so I wasn't like super jazzed about it mm. going in. I, I remember the cast coming out and like seeing that cast. Yeah. It was like everything about that should be yeah. exciting. Yes. But it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not whatsoever. Nobody was excited for it. Yeah. I don't remember which, anyone. Yeah. No, no, no one was. Uh, which was a bummer because like I... The thing I liked about those old movies is not something that you can put into a movie 
today. Like, I like yeah. that they were slow, and I like that it was all makeup stuff. Do you know which one I actually really did like was the Invisible Man movie that came out last year? Oh, <clears> I still haven't seen that. It's really good. I heard good. it's really good. I've heard it's, really good things about it. I would recommend you watching it because it's really good and it's mm. creepy and scary and like it's not, you know, a bunch of like shootouts and like explosions and stuff like that. <laughs> like Van <Matt> like, Helsing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you win. Okay. You win. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just had to bring it up. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, no, it's really fun and it's like a, mm. it feels small and like in a way that a lot of those movies did because they were all shot on like two stages on the universal backlot, you know, yeah. like not, you know, uh, I don't know. It's, but that brings like a, like a fun, like camp energy to them. I feel like that for was... sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, it's, um, but that movie's they fun. Know... And I, and I yeah. wish that they would make, or I wish that they had made those, Dark yeah. Universe movies more like that, which maybe Blumhouse will go and make more stuff like that. It feels like, but then when they announce that, then they announce that they're doing like a Wolfman movie with Ryan Gosling, and I'm like, oh no, we don't, we don't need that, guys. What are we doing? <laughs> That's we... gonna be a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot. Oh well, it's gonna be like yeah, just him mugging to the camera a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> but also if you're gonna do that i want him like in wolf makeup i don't want you to like it's not it's not gonna be it's gonna i know be it's not CGI. <laughs> i know i know but that's I what mean, these dark universe movies would have been as well i know that's, and that's why i'm sort of yeah. okay with it not happening yeah which of which of them would you have been most excited for out of those then? genuinely so was, genuinely yeah. i think it would have been the angelina jolie bride of frankenstein See, she's not even in this picture. I know. So I didn't I even know. know she was in that. Yeah. She was going to be... Because there was... Confirmed titles... Yeah, I mean, these are crazy. These are nuts. All right. Conf- <laughs> the films that came out... And uh, the Dark Universe monster wiki is counting Invisible Man as part of the Dark Universe. I don't agree with no, that. No, no. <laughs> Confirmed Unless films. it's counting Invisible Man, the uh, the version they were going to do with Johnny Depp. Oh, is that what this is? No, they are counting. They are counting this Elizabeth Moss one. I don't agree nope. with it. It's fine. <laughs> confirmed titles: Bride of Frankenstein, Dark Army, which I think is like the Avengers one, where like everyone comes together. <laughs> uh, Renfield, who is like dracula's weird assistant who like eats bugs like not a character oh can't wait for that one (laughs) yeah not a not a character you base a movie around the invisible woman the monster mash which i'm if you want to make a monster mash movie i'm fine with it uh frankenstein something called little monsters which again if it's It's like young avengers (laughs) yeah it's young avengers or the muppet babies and i'm fine with either of those um Creature from the Black Lagoon, a Van Helsing movie, The Wolfman, Dracula, Phantom of the Opera, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Invisible Man 2, and then something called The Scorpion King. Interesting. So they've... <laughs> produced so they planned... By, but, yeah, I mean, they're counting this too. It's produced That's so by, many movies in advance so to plan. Yes. It's so many movies in advance. It's like... Off the basis of a Tom Cruise mummy movie. I know. I know. But the... um. 
Yeah, the the Bride of Frankenstein was gonna be directed by Bill Condon. Okay. Javier Bardem was gonna be the monster. Uh, uh, I'm kind Jolie of okay was... with that. Yeah, yeah. Bill Condon, Javier Bardem, and Angelina Jolie. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Wait, hang on. On February twenty, on February eleventh, twenty twenty. Amy Pascal, in her interview with Variety, stated that she and John Krasinski would be interested in greenlighting it, an, a reimagination of Bride of Frankenstein, and that she hopes that David Kep and Sam Raimi would take part in the project. What? <laughs> That's just a Mad Lib. That's what that was. <laughs> what is any of that? Like, what, what are they saying for him to be in it? Are they saying that oh, he was? Maybe, maybe he's like Doctor Frankenstein. Oh no! And then Kep is writing with Raimi directing. Maybe I hate that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to see that. I'll take a Raimi if Raimi wants to direct a monster. Raimi movie. would be fine. Raimi's the only thing that's fine out of all of that. Yeah, I mean Kep is you know Kep, Kep is hit and miss. Kep's, like, Kep's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fascinating. That's so strange. Uh, this whole. <laughs> I, I really wonder what they were going to do with like the other Van Helsing movies though as well. Yeah. Like, do you know? Do you know anything beyond like? Oh, they, oh, because you know so many interviews about all of this. Like, you you must have heard what they were going to do. You know, I don't know. I really want to get Bob uh, Duke, say the editor on mm. George Lucas, because you know he worked on uh, yeah. Last Jedi, George Lucas talk show. We'll yeah. talk about that later. Um, <laughs> and that I will definitely. Have you, tried, have you reached out to him? I haven't. He followed me on Twitter last night because I t- tagged him about Van Helsing. Yes. No way. Yes. <laughs> so, oh man, I really hope you get him now. I I think I I think I can. We'll see. I think you can get him. Yeah. I think I can. We'll see. You've had Whoopi Goldberg on there. I think you can get yeah. Him. Yeah. That's the hope. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't know anything else about. It looks like. The screenplay for Van Helsing has been written. Like there, there's like guys who are credited as writing the screenplay for the for the reboot one. Interesting. Who's credited? John. Oh God, I always say his name wrong. John Spates, who wrote like he wrote um, Prometheus. Oh, okay. And a bunch of stuff. Mm. He wrote. He's a writer on Doctor Strange. He okay. screen screen story by oh he wrote Dune he wrote Dune he wrote That's the George Miller he him. wrote the George Miller just oh no Justice League Dark that's not the George Miller one I don't know what Justice League Dark is is it not it's I thought that was a George Miller that's one. that's what I thought too but then his name is not on here yeah. oh no yeah, it's the JJ one it's the JJ oh, thing that's coming okay. out later um. Yeah, Dune. Strange. His screen story on the Mummy, the Tom Cruise one. Passengers. Oh, he so wrote th- Passengers. Oh no. <laughs> no comment. Oh dear. Um. But then you the work sc- with so- you work with some of these people. You gotta be careful. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um. But then the guy. How weird! The guy who actually wrote the script. Wrote the screenplay for Wrath of the Titans. <laughs> script for Van Helsing. Script for something called Luna Park, which is a the Tom Cruise, Doug Lyman. Oh, I think that's the space movie that they're making. 
The oh, one that they're like okay. shooting in space. Oh, the one where he's actually going into space. Yeah. <laughs> and then he wrote something called Cowboy Ninja Viking. Starring Chris Cow- Pratt and Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> hang, on. <laughs> hang on. The plot of this movie. Hang on. A government program turns Duncan, a man who suffers from multiple personality disorder, into a super soldier with the attributes of a cowboy, a ninja, and a viking. <laughs> it's a graphic it novel. Like, it sounds like, I think you'll appreciate this, but it sounds like Billy Merritt's book. <laughs> yes. yes. Pirate Robot Ninja. Yes. It's, I guess it's a graphic novel. It's being directed by Michelle McLaren, who like, directed a bunch of breaking bad and like walking dead and stuff michelle mclaren is good, a good yeah director. she is good she's like uh she was a co-ep on the x-files like she's like well yeah we some of the best episodes of breaking bad yeah 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 westworld <laughs> leftovers game of thrones everything yeah <laughs> weird i yeah um but, but anyways back to van helsing yeah, I'm just trying to think where we can go from there with Van Helsing. Like we we talked a lot about it, but like um, so like the, the Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde stuff is weird because mm-hmm. that I feel like they are the most wasted out of yeah. everyone. Well, and I'll say this: so I'll famous. If you watch, if you watch the London Adventure, <laughs> you get to see a lot more of them. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, he's gone immediately. Uh, he's got that like five minute scene up top, and then yeah dead like he kills him mm. i don't know it's a I mean, really interesting character though like yeah i, I like that dynamic yeah and, it, and the mr hyde is voiced by robbie coltrane yeah yeah in a way this movie both feels perfect that it's a standalone even though it seems to want sequels because it kills no, off so self. many yeah it kills off so many characters this is the other thing we should talk about the killing off of Kate Beckinsale's character. Yes. Yes. Which is wild. Yes. What are you doing? Why would you set up a love interest and then immediately kill them off? Immediately. I mean, because she dies. Dracula dies, right? Dracula dies. Wolfman, I think, dies. Wolfman dies. Frankenstein does not. Monster? No, Monster, like, uh, sets off sail on the ocean. He's, oh, like, yeah, standing. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But Frankenstein but, himself dies. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's just a lot of characters. Yeah. I mean, it's listen. killing everyone off. I mean, in a lot of those Universal movies, they would end with like, Frankenstein's dead. And then the next one, they're like, actually, he just got buried in snow. He's okay. Like, so I, I'm sure they would have found a way. Yeah. Um, I think they would have brought people back. But I yeah. think they would have brought Kate Beckinsale back somehow. Well, even if they just made her the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Where she just like... That's so bad. <laughs> she just shows up in the clouds, like at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, yeah, I'll do it again. I need to I need to keep doing these kinds of movies. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like this. Hang on, I'm reading a goof. A goof in the uh, IMDb. Mm. Plot holes. When Anna and Velkin are fighting the werewolf at the beginning of the film, there are about a dozen people helping them. Who exactly are these people and where do they disappear to for the rest of the movie when Anna could have used more of their help? I just like the guy the guy who's writing it's just like, I just have a question I want to put in I here. have a question. It must be wrong. It must be a goof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just been downloaded like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so many characters die, which makes All it feel of the very. Vampire, uh, brides die. Yeah. Brides die. Yeah. Although he says he can like get other ones, but obviously he's dead now as well. So. Yeah, I do like, I do like the little vampire babies. <laughs> I like those the little, little exploding vampire babies. Yeah, little exploding vampire babies. For people who have not seen this movie, and oh baby, do I highly recommend you go watch it. It is on Paramount <laughs> Plus right now. It's streaming on, or no, 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 Peacock. It's streaming on Peacock. Oh, you've got it on Peacock. I've got it on it's, Netflix here. Well, I got, I got it on Blu-ray. Uh, but it is streaming on... <laughs> you were the one that bought the coffee. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you and Stephen Summers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of little, little, uh, gross little eggs that uh, Dracula has created of his children that he's trying to bring... Uh, to talk about the plot a little bit. He's trying to bring his children to life using the same way that Dr. Frankenstein bought Frankenstein's monster to life. So he has mm-hmm. to electrocute uh the monster uh in the same way in order to spread the electricity through the eggs to bring his little vampire children to life um i've never said that out loud before but i'm glad that I um and and when they pop out they sort of look like in uh harry potter in the chamber of secrets the little blue fairy things that gilderoy lockhart is fighting Right. Uh, you know, I know how cool it is to talk about Harry Potter in 2021. I know everyone's really chill with it all, but uh, they're just little, little blue, little not vampire bats because they have like human form. Um, yeah, but they're they're cute. I guess <laughs> they're funny. Yeah, they're funny. They're fun. They're the comic. They make me laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something There's else. Weird, there is a weird comic relief. Uh, in this yeah. as well but yeah i don't know yeah, it i mean match Car- the tone no carl feels the most comic relief right yeah carl is carl is set up to be the comic relief like the, the sidekick who yeah yeah doesn't messes wanna, up and doesn't want to be yeah. there yeah but then like he's kind of replaced once kate beckinsale comes into the picture yeah um and then he just shows up for like assistance over from time to time He's just sort of around. And like, <laughs> I don't know. He seems to know way more than them as well. <laughs> but yeah, for no well, reason. It's because he works in the Vatican. Okay. Oh, that's another thing. What is with the Vatican and the monsters? Well, they I, I also, had no clue what was going on. They also heavily imply through this movie that Van Helsing is the Archangel Gabriel. Because um, his name is Gabriel. I didn't uh, put that together. Yeah, <laughs> I knew, they, they, like, I knew they called him Gabriel. <laughs> uh, in, in Bram Stoker's Dracula and in the old movies, Van Helsing's first name is Abraham. Right. But that was because Bram Stoker, who wrote Dracula, was like, mm. I like this character. I think he's the most respectable character in the books. I'm mm. going to name him Abraham because that's my name. Because <laughs> Bram is short for Abraham. Well, and then I guess when Stephen Summers was writing the script, he was like, I can't have a main character in my movie be named Abraham. So he changed his name to Gabriel. That is according. That's internet lore. I don't know if that's true. I've also heard that they changed it so that uh, uh, they would like own the rights to the character and it wouldn't revert back to the Stoker uh, estate, I guess. I don't know. Um but yeah, he, he st- works... Though the Stoker estate would ever care. I know. He works for the church, I guess. He's like... The yeah. church, like, want to collect monsters. 
to like yeah. study them and make sure they're not hu- like abominations on the humans on earth yeah cuz that that's the other thing they want to collect the monster uh, frankenstein's monster as well which yeah. he doesn't find out until later yeah because um, but because Carl it, knows the whole time yeah because they think it goes against god they're like he shouldn't be yeah. bringing back this you know they're, they're, those those church people are crazy you know they're, they're nuts <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah the, I, when he's called him gabriel it like feel, it felt mm. like an important moment but i had no clue what was going on i didn't, I didn't put that together <laughs> Yeah, and then he, but because there's then there's also the whole stuff where he like can't remember his past. Yeah, and like Dracula's like, oh, we meet again. It's so good to see you. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they just like keep implying that like he's like an immortal being who like yeah, always hunts you know monsters and stuff like that. (laughs) Okay, now hang on. Now I'm on the Van Helsing wiki. There is a Van Helsing specific wiki. Okay. And in the biography section, I just want to get this out. I want to say this out loud. In yeah. the biography section for Gabriel Van Helsing, the character this is not as long as the uh, as the other thing, I promise. It's like five <laughs> sentences. The character has lost his memory and has only clues to his history and true identity. Throughout the film, Van Helsing, numerous references are made to the Archangel Gabriel, the left hand of God, and the fact that Van Helsing has nightmares about horrific battle scenes throughout history that hint at a supernatural lifespan. In the film, they mentions to his friar sidekick Carl that he remembers a battle with the Romans in the year 72 AD. At the end of the film, Count Dracula claims that it was a younger Van Helsing who murdered him centuries before, yeah. thus beginning the cycle which resulted in Dracula becoming a vampire. So Interesting. So it's all Van Helsing's fault in the first all place. All Van Helsing's fault. What a bummer. <laughs> So now he, no wonder he wants to like stop it all. Yeah. That's... If only they'd made that clearer in the movie. I mean, they're just trying to pack so many things into this movie. They are. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we've pretty much talked about through. <laughs> I feel like everything that can be talked about with this movie. Like, uh-huh. I don't know what else to say about it. Really. That's what you think. I could keep going for hours. <laughs> For hours. Tell, okay, tell me, tell me something interesting then that you want that you've been waiting to tell wow. me. Okay. Um. Oh, we could talk about how. Here's what we can talk about. When the werewolf, the Wolfman, is turning into the mm. Wolfman, his skin breaks off, revealing yeah, the, it, revealing the hair underneath. But then when he turns back into a man, the hair breaks off, and there's skin underneath that. <laughs> I didn't realize that. It's I know, wild. I know it breaks off in the first place. I didn't. But I then did he notice. like he rips off the hair and the skin underneath. And I'm like, how many levels? How many layers of this are there? Also, it feels like they keep hitting full moons because he keeps oh, yeah, turning into a full moons. There's a lot of full moons. <laughs> That's what happens in Transylvania. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or there's just like massive time jumps. That's <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. This this movie has no logic, but it it asks you to just kind of like go along with it. I think Mm -hmm. just accept whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. I think I'm also something that I've realized about myself. I know there's a lot of people out there who will be like, this is an example. They'll be like, oh, I don't like the last season of Lost. So I Mm. pretend like it doesn't happen. Like I pretend like that didn't happen. I just write it off. 
Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, well, no, that's what happened. And I just accept stuff no matter yeah. how crazy it is. And I think that's why watching movies for me is a lot easier because I'm just like, <laughs> well, that's what's happening here. I'm watching it in front of me. I realize that that's even though it doesn't make sense, like it happened. Yeah. So it that's must they, make sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they've written into it. So yeah. this is what's happening. I trust it. I trust <laughs> it. I don't know. I guess that's all I want to talk about. There's more, but like... Go on, go on, if you want to. You don't have to... If you've got more stuff you want to say, I want to hear it. I'm trying to think of something. Oh, um, this is the first movie to use... Uh, oh shoot, what's it called? Massive? I think it's called Massive, which is a, a computer program that was developed mm. for Lord of the Rings. So this is the first oh, movie I did outside read of that. Lord yeah. of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one and fact I read. <laughs> it's for it was for crowd scenes. So in Lord of the Rings when you're watching like battle scenes, all of those characters have like their own AI mind of their own so they can like fight on their own without oh, wow. people having to program it. Uh so a lot of times when you see crowd scenes, I think it was used a lot in the opening uh with like the villagers who were coming after him oh, with like the, right, pitchforks with the pitchforks and stuff. Yeah. I th- I believe those are all just like AI computer characters oh, well wow. because that looks fine i didn't yeah even, like yeah <laughs> yeah i mean they i don't know why maybe that's I where always, the money went <laughs> i guess i always find it fascinating to watch bonus features of big budget movies that don't necessarily work mm-hmm. because everyone in them is so excited and so like <laughs> we're really doing something cool here. And here's all yeah. the special effects that we're working on. I was telling my roommate, I remember, and I couldn't find it on the Blu-ray, so maybe I'm imagining it, but I don't think I am. There's the scene in the town square with the cow and the vampire bride like swoops in, grabs the cow and flies away. And I yeah. remember watching some bonus feature for this movie where they like went frame by frame where they were like, now this is a real cow. You're seeing a real cow right here. And now right here it's CG. Right here it switches over. And they were just so excited about it. And I was like, that's great. Good for them for being like so into this. Uh, I don't know. I just think it's fascinating. Yeah. I do find that fascinating as well. And I was going to say, like, it makes me wonder, like, when... Because I've heard people say they... When when they're starring in a bad movie, when it's, like, being filmed, they know it's a bad movie. Sure. So I, I do wonder, like, if it's for the camera or if it's, like, they are actually excited. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, but sometimes, like, I've worked on a bunch of stuff that's, like, you think is going to be good, and then it comes yeah, out, and you're I like, have, I have to. <laughs> oh, interesting, okay. Um, sometimes you can, and sometimes you're like, oh, this is going to be bad, and then it comes out, and you're like, oh, never mind, they figured it out. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably impressive when you're working on something like this that's so big budget with, like, big sets and stuff like that. You're yeah. like, oh, this is cool, we're really here. Yeah. And then... It's probably pretty exciting for Hugh Jackman. Sure. And it's early in his career where, like... That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, he had done... You know, X-Men was big, but, like, this this feels... The first X-Men is not huge. Like, it's not, like, a big-scale no. movie. No. Uh, whereas this feels like a big-scale movie. Like, mm. you and know... And this is his movie as well. Like, totally. This is, it's yeah. Like, so... Oh, oh, even though you know Wolverine is the big character in the X Men movie, like for sure, uh, it's not his movie as such. Yeah, yeah. For so, sure. so it's, it's probably like, yeah, this is exciting. I get to lead a movie now. Yeah. <laughs> um, another fun fact I want to bring up, just reading off of IMDb, Doctor Frankenstein's <laughs> lab was equipped with antique medical equipment purchased on eBay. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, there you go. You can make a remake now. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can make your own version. Uh-huh. <laughs> this movie is wild. It's wild. It's wild. I'm glad I made you watch it. <laughs> really I'm glad, glad you picked it. <laughs> I would never have thought of it as well. Like, no. never, I hadn't thought of it since I saw it the first time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really glad. But uh, unless you have anything else, we can move on to the final segment. No, let's move on to the final segment. Cool. So what is your reverse of this, which is a... a I know you're going to have to be careful because you work in the sure. industry and everything. Sure. But like, do you have a movie that's like the reverse of this, which is a movie that everyone loves and is universally praised by critics that you think is actually a bad movie? Now, this is something I've been having a lot of trouble with this because I've been thinking about mm. this a lot. Yeah. And I... I mean, a lot of movies that I don't like, it's because I think they're boring, which yeah. doesn't necessarily mean I don't like it. I just have a bad attention span. And if a movie is not, uh, if it's like a drama or if it's like not doing much in it mm. because that's what the movie is meant to be, it mm. just doesn't capture me as much. Um, but then there's also movies like, like, I don't love, like, Wally, you know? <laughs> wow. I'm looking at a list right now of, like, the best <laughs> movies ever made. Or, like, Blazing Saddles. I don't love Blazing Saddles. Wow. It was just never my thing. I never really thought it was funny. I love Mel Brooks. Mm. Um, oh, you love Mel Brooks as well, and you don't like Blazing Saddles. I general, Genuinely. That's so I, interesting. I think Blazing Saddles is my least favorite Mel Brooks movie. Wow. I might... I no, mean, Young Frankenstein is my favorite, but me yeah, too. It's, it's right me up too. there. Me too. Well, of course, Young Frankenstein is your favorite. Of course. <laughs> what are we even doing here? Uh, I mean, this is an easy one. Avatar, not for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, Avatar and, and is terrible. Here, I'll, and I'll give you one more. Raging Bull, not for me. Sorry. Although I get it. Sorry, guys. I love Raging Bull, but I do get it. Yeah. Avatar is just a bad movie. Like, yeah. But that was picked last week, literally. I believe that. That's why I was... That was like my go-to in my head. And then I was like, I'm sure everyone says that. So I'm just not going to. It was picked for the first time last week. Oh, wow. In like 40 episodes. Wow, wow, wow. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's there's some movies that people will love. And I wish I wish I liked it. But it's just not... If I get distracted and get bored and, like, end up on my phone, I mm. will usually not like that movie as much just because, like, yeah. I zoned out, you know? Mm. Do you, did you, like, so do you zone out for, like, just long movies or is it is it just, like, ha it's just because it's slow? Usually um, slow movies. Slow movies just don't. Yeah. Long movies, I'm fine. Like, we watched, You're this, fine last, with long. We watched this last night and I was fine. I've, I've yeah. you know endgame i'm fine with there's like a lot of long movies that i'm like okay with lord of the rings i'm not like a huge lord of the rings guy i respect lord of the rings mm. um because i like all the bonus features stuff like seeing how they make it <laughs> but seeing yeah. how they make it i'm like oh this is cool i respect you but i don't necessarily yeah. like you that's how so I, I bet feel. your favorite of the lord of the rings is the two towers then hello yeah <laughs> yeah i mean there's I don't know. I, I, I wish I liked them more than I did. They just don't. 
I tried to read mm-hmm. all of them. I, I have not read Return of the King, but I read the rest of them during quarantine. And I would oh, read wow. I would read the book and then watch the movie and then watch all the bonus features and then read yeah. the next book and then watch the movie and then watch all the bonus features. And I got all the way to the Return of the King and I just haven't picked it up and it's been like six months and I need to. <laughs> Did you watch The Hobbit as well and read The Hobbit? Oh yeah. Did I watch all three Hobbits and all three oh, bonus? No. All like 27 hours of bonus features oh, on them? Christ. Yeah, of those course are, Those I are did. bad movies. I know. I know. Those are boring. I yes. Was like... I agree. I agree. <laughs> they don't even need to be one three hour movie. I know. I know. <laughs> oh well. Listen. Do you, want, do you want to settle on a specific movie? Yeah, like, let's uh, settle on the movie. Um, I will say. You know what? I'm gonna say Lord of the Rings. I'm gonna. Can I stick on Lord of the Rings just as a yeah. whole? Yeah, 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 I will say that because they are one complete thing, really. Yeah, it's one. It's one story. We'll stick on it. It's a little bit cheating, but um, I respect them. I just don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. What? So, what do you not like about them? Other than that, they're, they're you find them a little bit boring. What do you find boring about them? I guess. <sighs> I. I don't know. I'm not really a fantasy guy and i'm not really a medieval guy that's those are the two things that i just don't like i've never watched game of thrones because i like if your thing has swords and chain mail Mm. i kind of don't care yeah like if we're dealing with like (laughs) knights and stuff i sort of don't care Mm. um that's kind of i'm kind of the same usually but i do like i do like lord of the rings i do like game of thrones Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> For the most part. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just um I it's just not my vibe. I don't I don't mm-hmm. find them fun. And if I'm watching yeah. a movie, I usually want to have fun. Like yeah. I I don't watch a lot of like period dramas or stuff like that because I don't Oh, same, yeah. I don't find them exciting or or, or <laughs> funny or fun or just an enjoyable time. Um yeah. I'm going to get a lot of hate so mail for this. That you like this as well, then, because it's so... I agree. This feels kind of... But it's not like uh, not like 1400s, you know? Yeah. And they're trying to make it feel like today. So even though I don't like that they're, like, making it James Bondy... Mm. It helps it for It you. helps it for me. Yeah. I completely get what you what you're saying as well. I I feel like I'm very similar similarly minded as well. Yeah. With this with with what you're talking about. Sure. So I know what you're saying, and yeah. it is hard to describe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but um... like I only watched. I watched Lord of the Rings when they came out. Mm-hmm. I do really like them, um, but it's not something I would have gone out my way to watch specifically. Yeah. I was more like taken to go see them, and then like Game of Thrones. I only watched it because it was so talked about. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is fine. And this, yeah. then it got exciting and then it got boring. Yeah. Yeah. It just never seemed like my thing. So I just always avoided it. Um, yeah. Even though there's a lot of people in it I like. And I book, I, for a little while, my job was to book conventions, like book actors or people <laughs> from certain things to come appear at conventions. And I yeah. booked a Game of Thrones convention, having never seen or read Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear something funny, actually? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The last time I saw you in person, because mm-hmm. like, I've seen you in person before, okay. was at UCB. Yeah. And I was there um, to go watch something. And I sat down and you you came in and sat down right in front of me, the entire cast of Stranger Things. 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sure. <laughs> yes, that was a... <laughs> that was, and I was a, like, wait, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my life is weird sometimes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that was like a Herald night, wasn't it? I don't remember because I saw so many shows because I was there for like a couple of weeks or whatever. Yeah. I saw so many shows. I don't remember what it I was. Say, I want to say it was a Herald night. It would make like, sense it being a Herald night. Like two hours before that show, I've been trying to get, this is a story I've never told anywhere. You're getting a little exclusive here. Ooh. I've been trying to get Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things to do ASCAP monologues, which was a show at UCB that I booked mm. uh, for the people who are listening who don't know where it's like. Uh, famous people would come in and tell stories from their life and then improvisers would do improvised scenes based off of those stories. And Finn and I have been going back and forth on like Twitter DM, uh, just like trying to figure out a time when he was in New York that we can make it work. And I got a DM being like, Hey, we're doing press for stranger things. Mm. Uh, Can we go to a show tonight? And I was like, yeah, I guess. (laughs) So I like figured it out in like two hours. I was like going to see a movie and I like got the DM and I'm like in the movie theater and I'm like, well, I guess I got to leave the movie now. So I like left and walked over to UCB and then they all showed up. It was like three of the kids, I think. And we like, yeah, it was went all back. the boys from what it I was all the boys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no, it was not all the boys because it was not the one who gets is his name Noah. I think his name's Noah. He's the one who like gets taken to the upside down. Yeah, so it was all the ones that weren't. Yeah, all the yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The ones that weren't taken. Yeah, yeah. Because um, uh, they were literally <laughs> sitting like I was. I was run seat behind them, and I was just yeah. like, "What is going on?" I didn't even yeah. realize anyone was coming in. <laughs> yeah. Well, they all showed up, and none of the people doing the show knew that they were coming, and they were yeah. just backstage when everyone was walking in, and they would everyone would like walk <laughs> backstage and be like, "What's happening here? <laughs> like, why are they all here?" Um, it was very, it was a very weird day, but that's very funny that you were there for that. But yeah, that was, that was very, a very funny day from what I remember. Yeah. Cause I, I'd come from, from what I remember, I'd come from the MoMA, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd been at the MoMA and just left there, gone to that and seen the entire cast of Stranger Things there and then looked and then like saw some press pictures from what we'd left at the moment and um it was the entire cast of the 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 dead what was it the dead don't die oh sure the jim jarmusch so movie like, yeah 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 so they had just been like we got kicked that's out of the re- moment because they were coming there to do the premiere that's really like, funny <laughs> that's really, really so it was just funny. a weird day of like like running into new york a- baby new york yeah. that's how it is <laughs> that's how it it's, was I, I live in london and i don't yeah. see that happening yeah. it's so weird that's really funny that's really funny what but a day yeah this is yeah <laughs> this has been great thank you so much for doing this thanks for having um, me do you have anything you'd like to promote and how can we find you online yeah um let's see you can find me online on instagram i'm at cotner c-o-t-n-o-i-r on twitter mm-hmm. i am at patrick cotner i'm currently trying to get more followers than the canceled nbc show 1600 pen so That's if still you're, going. it's still going someone just bought a bunch of bots for the account which is very frustrating <sighs> but it means that's gonna that be one of your friends it, i don't know who it was and it's it drives me insane but it only means that i'm going to keep asking people to follow me to beat that which means i just get more followers so in the end Wait, i win you know didn't you used to do it for um animal uh, practice animal, animal practice yeah yeah but did then you the, beat that well the animal practice account the animal practice account got hacked and then oh. they and then they took it down 
So oh, in the so end, in the end, I won. Yeah. Um. So uh, do that if you feel so inclined. And then uh, also I produce and sort of co-host a show every Sunday on PlanetScum.Live, which is a Chris Gethard's Twitch channel called the George Lucas mm. Talk Show, um, starring friend of this show, Connor Ratliff, mm. uh, from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and the Dead Eyes podcast, and then Griffin Newman from the Tick and the Blank Check podcast, uh, yeah. where they host a show, Connor Plays George Lucas, and we have... A bunch of famous people come on and get interviewed as themselves. We've had Whoopi Goldberg. We've had, uh, you know, John Hamm. We've had Darcy Carden, Jason Manzoukas, Paul Shear, uh, Ahmed Best, who played Jar Jar Binks. Uh, yeah. We've had so many people. You can find all it's the been, old you've episodes. Had so many, yeah, you've had amazing people on there. We've, it's crazy people. It's always so much fun to watch as well. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, people can go find the old episodes on YouTube. I recommend mm. just looking for guests that you like and then just watching that because uh, there's a lot on there so. <laughs> and sometimes you'll do extra long episodes as well <laughs> sometimes yeah i mean listen i usually try to avoid that because it turns people off but sometimes we do long episodes <laughs> but uh just find the find the guests you no, want sometimes they're then... normal length they're like, yeah 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 normal length. Most part. yeah meaning four hours but yeah you watch <laughs> pop in and watch whatever you want to watch that's what i say <laughs> i mean people like listening to long episodes like watching long things it's as true. well so yeah, that's yeah. true yeah. They're not all they're not all us. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, thanks so much for doing this, Patrick. Thanks for having me. That's the end of the podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and rate us on iTunes so we can end up making more episodes. And I'll see you next week for more movies that critics got wrong.